Hello, and welcome to the Brown School News Podcast, episode number six. This is the place where we will update you on what is happening in our Brown School community. I'm your host, Ms. Melanie McGann, and in this episode, we will start off by talking about some of the upcoming events that we've been preparing for. Next, we'll listen in on science classes in both 7th and 2nd grades, and we'll hear from a few students about the Hybrid Learning Consortium. So let's get started. In this week's news, if you have not already followed us on the social media platform of your choice, please be sure to do so. We've started posting photos of the happenings at Brown School on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, which are a great visual complement to this audio podcast. If you are following us on Facebook, be sure to request access to our private page, which is only for Brown School families, and it does contain more photos than our public page. Moving on to our upcoming events... This year's Color Run will be taking place on October 26th with a Halloween carnival theme. Come dressed in your Halloween costume and put your Color Run shirt on to walk or run the course. Walkers this year will receive a trick-or-treat bag to collect goodies along the way. And after you're done, make sure you save some time to play Witch's Hat Ring Toss or Knock Down the Ghouls at our carnival. You can register online via our Facebook page or stop in the main office. Registration will also be open that day, and the event is open to the community, so be sure to invite your friends. Next, Ms. Weinberg is planning to put up an Inktober art display featuring work from everyone in our Brown School community, including students, parents, and staff. Inktober ends on October 31st, so if you have any art you would like to submit, please give it to Ms. Weinberg by Wednesday, November 6th. You can submit as many pieces as you'd like from the original Inktober list or Ms. Weinberg's Brown School list. Just be sure that your signature is visible. Don't forget that Friday, November 1st, is our parent-teacher conference day. There will be no school for students that day. However, our PLUS program will be offered on that day and also on November 27th. Both days, the PLUS program is open from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. If you plan on having your children attend the PLUS program on either one of those days, please fill out the PLUS form, which was sent home in your child's Friday folder, and return it to Brown School. Don't forget about the PALS Harvest Fest, which will be held on Saturday, November 2nd, from 2 to 4 p.m. in the gym. There will be music, balloon animals, games, prizes, and some healthy snacks. Sign-up forms were sent home for that event also in your child's Friday folder. Next up on our calendar, we have Thursday, November 7th, where Brown School will be participating in an event called Read for the Record. Read for the Record brings together millions of adults and children around the world each year to read the same book on the same day in order to raise awareness about the critical importance of early literacy. This year, we will be reading the book, Thank You, Amu, a story about a woman who makes a scrumptious stew for dinner, only to share it with everyone who knocks on her door upon smelling the delicious aroma. In the end, there's no stew left for Amu's dinner, but the community comes together, each person bringing a dish to share in a spontaneous feast at Amu's house. This book will be read aloud to grades K through 11 during morning meeting, while the preschool classes will hear it later in the day. And in honor of the event, Chef Rice will prepare a special Thank You Amu Stew for the Brown School community to enjoy during lunch. 
Next up on our calendar is an event the students have been preparing for. On Friday, November 8th, Brown School will be holding its annual Veterans Day Assembly to honor both local veterans and those currently serving in the armed forces. This ceremony is open to both Brown School families and members of the Capital Region community. So if you have a veteran you'd like to bring to the ceremony, please let us know by filling out the form that came home or by contacting the main office so that we can be sure to honor them that morning. While the faculty and staff have been raising money for Blue Star Mothers, who we will honor that morning, the students are also raising money from their pumpkin run, which they will be donating to the Pets for Patriots organization, which helps to pair pets from local animal shelters with veterans. Seventh graders in Mrs. Rife's science class were experimenting with oobleck, which is a non-Newtonian fluid, meaning it has properties of both liquids and solids. You can slowly dip your hand into it like a liquid, but if you squeeze the oobleck or punch it, it feels solid. Let's listen in as students in her class created their own oobleck and tried to find just the right balance in the recipe to get their substance to be the perfect middle point of not too hard and not too runny. Then we'll listen in as Mrs. Rice speaks with two of her students about the recipe. Okay. 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 Oh, a li- that's a little thick because it's not getting runny. Some water. A little bit too much corn starch in there. Maybe add, add it back, put a little bit, touch more water. Yeah. Okay. Did you guys got oobleck over here? Yep. Let me say. Wow, that was great, Michael. <laughs> if I could have I think it's not wet enough. If it's not wet enough, you guys can definitely add some water. Yeah. You can, you can mess with that. Just its color. Do you think we need to add more water? It, it like kind of turns into a liquid, but like not that fast. Yeah, you guys are a little thick. Add some more water to it. Yeah. It looks a little liquidy. It's not solid. It, it is. Keep going. Mix it up. Mix all your, make sure all your corn starts. We did it four to two. I don't. Oh, okay. I don't care. Did it work with the two to one first? Yeah. Can you, can you, can you squeeze it and make it harder? Yeah. Yeah. Can you, can you, can you squeeze it and make it hard? What's it, what is in there? No, you need more corn starch. More corn starch? You have perfect oobleck. Yeah, you guys have perfect oobleck. Nice job. Now that's what you Hello, Claire and Lainey. Hi. Hello. No, you guys want to tell me how you made your oobleck today? Well, we put um, some cornstarch in and water. Yes. And we mixed it together. Yeah. How much cornstarch to how much water? Um, one half cup. <laughs> We put in one half cup of water and then one cup of cornstarch. What's the best part of being able to make oobleck today? Playing with it afterwards. It's really fun to play with. HLC is our hybrid learning consortium, which is an option for our middle and high school students. Each class meets daily for 30 to 45 minutes and students can work on their coursework, but they also meet online with their class consisting of students all over the United States. They can watch videos and they can record and submit their work digitally. There is a wide variety of subjects offered through HLC and students can try something new during a short course or they can enroll in a year long course. Mrs. Bosco interviewed a few of the students who are taking these HLC courses to ask what inspired them to take their individual class 
and to find out how they feel that the courses are working out for them. Uh, what classes did you take last year? Um, I took Art of Inventing and... Um, uh, was it gaming or it was computer? like computer-aided design computer-aided design um tell me a little bit about what you remember from the art of invention what was that class about it was about like it's like inventing things making your own invention figuring out uses for it figure out ideas about mm-hmm. these inventions why this would be useful mm-hmm. right so you talked about the reasons behind inventions yes and why people make them and why is it useful Okay. Um, and your other one, the, uh, what was again, computer-aided design. Yes. What were you doing in that class? Um, in that class, you were just, like, creating things on this thing called Tinkercad and in this other thing called CAD. Right. And that one, for me, wasn't really my style. No? No. I'm not good at really making things on the computer. Mm-hmm. I'm better at, like, straightforward writing work or like answering questions. It seemed like it did teach you quite a bit about technology, though. It did. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, and that was a shorter, both of those classes were shorter HLC courses, right? Yes. Um, about eight weeks, I think they were. Yeah. So this year you've gone in a completely different direction, and you are taking? Latin. You're taking Latin. Yes. And what is it that made you decide to take Latin? Well, I've always liked Roman and Greek mythology and all that stuff, so I decided, you know what, let's try to speak their language, see where that gets me. Mm-hmm. It could also probably help in college, if I want to say. I took Latin when I was in middle school. Right. A lot of Latin has is the Latin roots that are come from the word we have today, like um, servus, which means slave in Latin. It, means, it could mean sl- servant today. I see. Or mater, mother. Mm-hmm. So you like learning about the origins. Yes. The origins of the word. So what class are you taking in HLC this fall? I am taking screenwriting. Oh, and what made you choose screenwriting? Well, I've seen my dad's scripts before, and I thought they looked really interesting, and also I uh, like to, to write that, but I, I also do want to be a graphic novelist when I grow up, and I thought that would be something helpful, like, to know if you're going to be a graphic novelist. I see. And are you reading or writing scripts as part of your class? Kind of. We are making adaptations. Mm-hmm. So, and what that means is we take a short story or a scene or two from a, from a book or a short story, and um, we basically adapt them in an adaptation into uh, a screenplay, uh, which is basically the, it's the base for the movie, and so we make a screenplay for our hypothetical movie. Oh, neat. So are you enjoying your class? Yeah, it's really fun. Hmm. Would you recommend it to future Definitely. Brown students? You would? Okay, good. So tell us what class you're taking this year in HLC. I'm taking American Sign Language. Mm-hmm. And it's not your first year in sign language, is it? No, this is my third year. I started in sixth grade. And what inspired you to take sign language? Um. Well... What inspired me was that it's a language, but it's also a whole culture, and there's a community between all the people um, who are deaf or hard of hearing and people who know sign language. Mm -hmm. Have you had any opportunities yet to use sign language? Well, my professor is deaf, so we do talk, sometimes have whole conversations without speaking. Um, And I've also figured out that a lot of people 
actually know sign language and it's cool to be able to talk to people. Mm-hmm. And how is it that you do meet with your professor since it's an online course? We meet once a week over a live session, which is a great opportunity to practice the language and practice to use receptive and expressive skills. And it's not only you and your teacher, right? There are more people in the class? Yeah, we meet with a group of kids as well, so we get to see the language used by different people and see ways that it could change from person to person. Mm -hmm. And the people in your class are located all over the U.S.? Yes, the people who I live meet with are from Massachusetts, and my professor's from Kansas, but there's people from all over the country. Oh, neat. So you're enjoying the class? Yes, very much. Would you recommend it to future students? Definitely. All right, thanks. Good luck with your class. Last year, you took some interesting courses. What were they called? Um, They were video game design and computer-aided design. Did you like them? Uh, Yes, I did enjoy them. Yeah, you had a good time. And this year, what did you choose? Um, This year, I chose Latin, which is quite different from my other two courses. Yeah, it definitely is. What made you choose Latin? Um, Latin has always fascinated me, and I thought, now that I have the chance to learn it, probably should just take it. And also, I know that a lot of words have Latin roots, so it helps with like figuring out definitions of long English words. Right. Have you noticed a connection at all? And with um, You're also taking Spanish. Have you seen a little bit of a connection between Latin and Spanish? Oh, yes, I definitely have. Mm-hmm. And now your teacher, um, you meet with your teacher in a live Zoom meeting once a week. Is that right? Yes, that is right. And your teacher, to accommodate everyone's schedule, meets with you in the evening? Um, well, he meets with us at um, Friday at 5 o'clock. Okay. So you get to do that part from home, and then during our time in HLC in school, you're working on um, like, assignments? Yes, like the home, he assigns homework assignments for the week. Sometimes we get quizzes, um, things like that. Mm-hmm. Are you enjoying taking Latin? Yes, I am enjoying taking Latin. What class did you sign up for in HLC this year? I signed up to take French 1B. Mm-hmm. So 1B, so that means it's your second year of French. Yep. And you're taking both French and Spanish at Brown? Yeah, that's correct. And what inspired you to take French? Well, I've always loved how beautiful their language sounds, and I'm so interested in their culture. And how is it you do your class online? How do you meet with your teacher? Well, we have a Zoom meeting, which is basically an online video call with the teacher. And we have, um, for me, it's like 45 minutes long, usually. And we just do kind of like a normal French class where she has stuff for me to do and questions. Mm-hmm. And is that once a week you do that? Yeah, once mm-hmm. a week. Mm-hmm. And outside of your Zoom meeting, are you having other chances to practice French? Are you doing um, listening to videos, um, doing voice recordings? Yeah, we have this... Um, thing called voice thread and we use it to record ourselves speaking French and the teacher can see it. That's neat. So would you recommend taking French through HLC to uh, future Brown students? Yeah I would. It's a challenge sometimes so Mm -hmm. you have to be prepared for that but it's really fun otherwise. Okay sounds great thank you. Yeah.
Our second grade teacher, Miss Kyle, and her students wanted to share a little bit about what they're learning in science. So let's listen in as Miss Kyle talks a little bit about the curriculum, and then we'll hear some of the discussions that went on during class. And lastly, she invites a few of the students to share what they've learned. As part of our second grade science curriculum, the students have been learning about animal classifications. We started out by discussing uh, the difference between a vertebrate and an invertebrate. And then after the students had a solid understanding of that information, we moved on to the classifications of vertebrates. So far, they've reviewed birds, fish, and mammals. And then in the near future, we will cover amphibians and reptiles. Does it have to fly? Is that one of those characteristics of a bird? Do all birds fly? No. No. Remember, what was that story we read? We just read a story recently about, say it again? Emu. Edward the emu, right? He couldn't fly. Was he still a bird? Yeah. Some birds, actually, I've seen birds that are like ostriches and other birds that cannot fly. What about mammals? Can you tell me a little bit about a mammal? Um, A mammal is like a cat and... It has a backbone. It does have a it backbone. It has a backbone, and a mammal has is warm blooded. Yeah. Got fur. Some of them have a tail. They could have a tail. They, they don't have, have to have a tail. Yeah. All right. And they give birth to a lot of young. Mm-hmm. They drink their mom's milk. Yeah. They have a dad, maybe. I don't know. And what do they have to keep their bodies warm? Fur. Or hair. Or hair. Absolutely. So first, we started out learning about vertebrates and invertebrates. Could you tell me a little bit about those? A vertebrate is an animal with a backbone, like an iguana. An invertebrate is an animal with an exoskeleton, which is a hard outer shell, like a crab. Could you tell us a little bit about mammals? Um, mammals give birth to live young. They're warm-blooded. They have hair or fur, and they drink mother's milk. Could you tell us about fish? Fish breathe with gills. They are cold-blooded. They ha- lay eggs. They have scales. And they have fins. Thank you. Would you tell us about birds? They have feather- feathers. They have wings. They lay eggs. They're warm-blooded. Thank you. As you walk through the halls of Brown School during the day, you never know what kinds of learning you'll come across. The other day I was walking down the main set of stairs when I came across two fifth graders with a stopwatch, a bunch of recording sheets, and a stuffed chipmunk attached to a homemade parachute. Of course, the situation piqued my curiosity and I had to find out what was going on. Ready, set, go. Oh wow, that was really good. That was two seconds and 31 milliseconds. That's good. So what are you doing right now? We Um, got to do our own science labs and we picked to have a small stuffed animal on a plastic wrap parachute and a plastic bag parachute and a paper bag parachute. To see which one slows him down and has the softest landing. And what have you found so far? So far, so we far. found that this one works the best. The plastic wrap parachute. Yeah, the plastic yes. wrap parachute. We already completed the plastic bag. It, it didn't, didn't do, do much. 
And then the paper bag. We haven't done it yet. Um, we think it might work the best. But it might turn sideways. Yeah. Because it's really hard and it's going to go It's like a Trader Joe's shopping bag. Interesting. Set. Go. Heartland. Okay. That was 2 seconds and 75 milliseconds. Is that one your best? Not quite. With Halloween just around the corner, Ms. Wilkins got the fourth graders in the mood during music class. Students on percussion practiced keeping steady beats and playing rhythms, while those in recorders practiced notes, rhythms, and dynamics. And as students who are taking their first year of band instruments, practicing staying together is also important. But for the students, this was just a fun way to practice all of those skills. And with the lights off, in the classroom, and one student acting out the role of the old man with a cane hobbling across the room towards the door where the monster was hiding, they certainly set a spooky scene for the upcoming holiday. Before we wrap up this episode of the podcast, we wanted to take a moment to celebrate just one of the many accomplishments or milestones that our students reach every single day. In this case, Mrs. Gabri sent in a recording of one of her students reading a book to the class. But in this particular case, it was the first time that the student had read the book aloud on his own. I play with the teddy. Teddy? He play with the teddy. I play with the ball. Oh. <coughs> I play with the shoe. What's the shoe? Playing with the shoe. I play with the ring. Okay. Um, yeah. I play with the paint. That's all for this episode of the Brown School News Podcast. If you're looking for more information about anything you heard here today, you can check out our website at www.brownschool.org or keep up with the latest happenings at Brown School on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And of course, you can keep up with our podcast by finding us and subscribing on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. <laughs>